0: about biolabs in various parts of the world. One example is China and another is Ukraine. Um, And that in itself is not really any big thing for people to be talking about, I don't suppose. They can have biolabs if they choose to do so to begin with and there's really very little the US can do except maybe sanction them or whatever when it comes to that sort of thing. But There's a subject that is sort of more general anyway and I think it applies at least to the United States if we don't apply it to anybody else and probably it's something we ought to consider in the world at large and it is the subject of are biolabs reasonable to begin with? That's what we're going to talk about on the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt, today is Saturday, the 9th of April of 2022. Uh, welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble the Podcast YouTube, BitChute CloudHub, my Facebook page, that's the Kurt's Religion and Politics page on Facebook. Church religion, and Politics.locals.com, minds.com, that's M-I-N-D-S.com on the Church Religion and Politics group primarily there on Parler, on Gab, on Twitter or wherever else you happen to be seeing me today. I'm having a little bit of a problem with uploading my vid- videos on BitChute and CloudHub. I'm going to continue to try and work on that as time goes on. Maybe there's some sort of space constraint that they have there, I don't know, but I'll continue to work on that. Again, the subject for today is Are Biolabs Reasonable? And I'm going to go ahead and go through my notes really quick before we actually get to uh, the f- sort of free area where I discussed this a little bit as well. Is it reasonable for the United States and other nations to finance and maintain biolabs? I would say the answer to that is yes, with at least one caveat. The caveat I have in mind is this. I can't speak for any other country since they all have their own laws and rules, but for America, they should only be privately owned and technically privately paid for. That should be the res, uh, would be excuse me the result of the fact that it's outside the purview of U.S. government to do such things to ma- finance and maintain bio labs. That's not to say that the government can't have a stake in their existence. They can, and in certain instances, like in in public health situations, maybe you can even make sense for that. You know where that's concerned, it may be reasonable for them to be seeking ways, for example, to deal with certain pathogens and it's also possible they may seek to figure out how pathogens mutate and things of that nature the second idea is more than a, a bit tenuous in my mind since it's of questionable value all of us are excuse me all of this considered uh, the idea of one country maintaining bio lab laboratories in another country is more than a little bit questionable uh that's not to say nobody should ever be able to support an existing or even newly constructed lab in another country thing is though for the most part even that doesn't make a whole lot of sense in many situations why because one of the hazards of maintaining any bio lab is it can be weaponized that's also why they probably ought not be allowed around population centers in any country. It also explains why security at such facilities should be extremely strong. Obviously, the less deadly the materials in place or play, the uh, the less uh, uh, any of that is concerned is needed. But if you're worried about biolabs existing, your concern is quite frankly, somewhat misplaced. Rather, it's the activities that are occurring at such places, in such places, that should be subject, the subject of interest, right, a subject of interest to you. Put simply, if something like gain-of-function research is being done, it should be immediately considered highly suspect. I'm not saying such research can't be, or can be, should be, can be entirely banned. Maybe there are good reasons for doing it at times. I'm not smart enough to answer that. What we know, though, is that such research is more easily retooled to create biological weapons than most others. If we ask the question, should biological laboratories of one sort or another be allowed to exist? I would have to say the simple answer is yes a more detailed response would be, it depends on whether their existence can be justified. And that is another matter. Okay, I'm done with my notes. The idea that there are biological labs of one sort or another is not some revolutionary thing. It's just not. There have to be biological labs of one sort or another, even to do things like, uh, Create vaccines or uh, research pathogens of various kinds. Uh, Figure out how we can deal with certain diseases that people suffer. You have to have biological labs for that. I used to work for a local medical sciences university. And where they didn't deal with anything extreme... That entity had what would be considered biological laboratories. In fact, I worked in the biomedical research arm of that facility. And you can bet we had what amounted to biological laboratories of one kind or another. The concept of biolabs is not the real consideration or concern here. What's happening at those facilities is, I worked for a guy who was trying to figure out how to make it so that people who used inhalers for asthma and similar things didn't become it's not resistant they didn't the it the inhalers didn't become ineffective this was done through biological research people it's a necessary thing you have to do it if you want to actually make people's lives better if you want to improve the situation for a bunch of folks you've got to have the stuff there to do it and that's done through biological laboratories of one kind or another it's not about that that you should be concerned there there are those who are concerned about how the research is done and they say it's cruel and unusual and some of it is i'm not going to get into details on on things that i've heard you've probably heard some of them too if you've watched people like drew burquist or um, Dinesh D'Souza or even uh, Dan Mongino, they've talked about people who've done what amounts to cruel research. But rats and mice and sometimes monkeys are used in research, and sometimes it's all but unavoidable if we really want to answer a question. I don't like it in a lot of senses, but it's unavoidable, unavoidable right? You have to get on with sort of higher order species fruit flies are only going to take you so far people they're only going to take you so far so the point here is this a certain amount of biological research has to be done on those higher level critters but there are other things to me that sadly even not, not sadly but in reality are more disconcerting than what kind of experimentation is occurring on what kind of animals If there's a possibility for pathogens to get into the wild from work that's being done in a biological laboratory, and if there are pathogens that are being engineered to infect humans, right, uh, gain of of function type of activities going on in those facilities, if if it's allowed to happen, happen at all. If it's allowed to happen at all, it has to be very, very carefully regulated. And it has to be an entirely sure thing that the people working in those facilities have what amount to, quote, clean rooms like you do with electronics, maybe even more so, probably even more so, that make it so that they can do their work without concern about the release of those pathogens in the wild. That's just how that has to be. So what i'm what i want to say to you at this moment in time is look if you ask me should we have biological research facilities of one kind or another laboratories and so forth the answer is yeah i kind of think we have to do that if we want to accomplish and achieve things like figuring out how to deal with particular pathogens or diseases or illnesses or whatever that other people or that people might have whoever they might be so i think we have to have those facilities available but what we have to concern ourselves with and what we have to decide is What is legal, what is proper, what is moral, what is ethical. And if we don't make those decisions and we don't decide that we're not going to allow certain things or we're going to carefully regulate how we do other things, then guess what? We're going to have problems and that's just all there is to that. So in answer to the question, though, the final question, are biolabs reasonable? The answer is, as far as I can tell, you pretty much can't do without them if you want to achieve a lot of things scientifically that are helpful and beneficial to mankind. But you have to be careful what you allow in those facilities. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap things up. This is uh, the daily summation from Cultural Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm today is Saturday, the 9th of April of 2022. That would be the uh, remainder of the Sabbath until sundown today. Um, for those of you that observe the Sabbath, hope your Sabbath is a good one today. Tomorrow will be Sunday, the 10th of April of 2022. That would be for most Christians, that beginning of the Christian week. I uh, hope that works out well for all of you Christian folk, and frankly, everyone else as well. Uh, thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page, the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there, on Kurtz Legend and Politics.locals.com, on Minds.com, M-I-N-D-S, that would be on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group there, on Parlor, on Gab, on Twitter, wherever else you happen to be catching me today. Subject for today has been Are Biolabs Reasonable? And tomorrow we're going to talk about something that is related to a point that Dinesh D'Souza started to talk about that I wanted to expand on a little bit because I think he missed maybe one of the important things about being daddy. And that's what the subject is for tomorrow, being daddy. Hope you're having a good day today and hope everything is going well for you. And I would love to see you again on Sunday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This podcast was created on Saturday, the 9th of April of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. Thanks for watching today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. Don't forget to come back tomorrow uh, to check out the next one. Remember, on various platforms, primarily Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub, and the audio podcast, you can subscribe to my content. For the audio podcast, you probably want to use Apple, Google, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. In order to find me on those platforms, you can go to the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub. You can also get to my content on Facebook by finding the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there, Mines, M-I-N-D-S uh, where you will find me at the Kurtz Religion and Politics group, and KurtzReligionandPolitics.locals.com as well, you can look there. I post my daily video on various social media sites, really only about three, parlor Gab, and Twitter at present. I am at KP Schubert on each of them, and you can find me under them, and you can find the videos under me. Uh, you should be able to find my podcasts on Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's also on podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts with an S dot K-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T.com. Uh, if, if you're looking for me on various of the podcast sites, you probably want to search Kurt's Religion and Politics, not the Daily Summation. Keep in mind, you can subscribe to my content various on various places that I put it. Uh, all constructive feedback is welcome. You can like, dislike, add a rumble, or give whatever feedback is available on any of the platforms that you can do such things. You can also add a comment on what I put there. Unless you're advertising or doing something that I believe will harm others, I'll leave your comments out there even if I don't agree with or understand them. I will try to let you know I've seen them when possible and may reply if I feel it's reasonable, appropriate, and possible, of course. Thanks again for viewing this edition of the Daily Summation from Churches and Politics. Don't forget to come back again for tomorrow's as well.